Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You might notice you got some storm damage on your roof. Well, you might not notice. You might think you do. You might have water inside your home. Call our man Chris McCauley at McCauley Roofing Renovations if you notice that. He's here to help. He did it for me. Came out to my house same day. Got on the roof. Said, man, you got this. You got that. But the good news for you is that I can get it covered by your insurance. And he did. Super easy process. Like I, honestly, I cannot emphasize enough how easy that process was with Chris. So when he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. Stop what you're doing and put this number in your phone, 901-487-7096. Stop for a second and put this number in your phone. Lock it in, 901-487-7096. That's Chris McCulley's number. It'll come in handy. Because whether you're having roof issues now or later, you're probably going to have them at some point in your life. And you're probably going to want perhaps renovations to your home, maybe make some adjustments to your home. You can certainly do that as well, build out that patio, that upstairs, give you that entertainment center that John's got coming. Chris McCulley will help you out with that, 487-7096. Best at what they do, the most popular roofing company. Got a bunch of five-star reviews on Facebook. You can check out for yourself. Check out the website, McCulley Roofing. LLC.com. It's Macaulay Roofing and Renovations. Uh, every day around this time we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. In honor of Kodak Black Day here on the show, the Raiders. Sorry, I didn't mean to double up on the return music. <laughs> no, I noticed I did that. Sorry, guys. It's Kodak it's, Black that's Day. That's what hosts notice. Uh, I think... If, if, with all due respect, let's take that song out of the rotation. I'll replace Dang. it over the weekend. Over the Dang. weekend, not nothing to do with you playing it twice, but I, I, I'm tired of that one for for other reasons. Well, the Raiders were super gremlins last night. It's yes. gone. Thank you, brother. Twenty. I didn't mean to double up on your. I, nah, I had, that doesn't have anything to do with it. I hit the same button for this, but it, return. but it did remind me. So I appreciate that adjustment. Yes, sir. Uh, Twenty. Speaking of adjustments, twenty-seven eleven last night was the final score. The Raiders took a 14-0 lead, 20-0 lead, excuse me, ha- uh, lead into halftime, and they never looked back. Um, you know, one of the things that we do here on the show is we sort of, we go to our oracles. You know, I, th- I think both of us have ha- have had a, you know, a tendency and a knack for, you know, t- telling, the, telling the future, really. You know, seeing things before they happen. Um, and you were just saying off the air uh, just now that you thought the Raiders sort of showcased Perhaps you know a, a team of the decade type performance last night, mm-hmm. generational. You were just saying that off the air, right? So I was wondering if you're going to say it on the air. 
No, no, I gave you guys all the love I was going to do in the first. Okay, round. well, do you want me to go through some stats? Well, any any sort of takes that you have. On I the mean, game. it's hard to like. Honestly, it's hard to exactly. You know, so I mean, it, moving it, on probably. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's hard to. Uh, that is the thing about. Okay, preseason is. It's good to see it on the TV. It's there good to go. have it on the broadcast. There you go. Nice to see like, football, great, all that. And then the game starts, and it's like it's Jared Stidham, and it's Nick Mullins, and it's Kyle Slaughter. Well, I mean, you did have Josh Jacobs out there. Gotcha. Yeah, that was weird. He he uh, he had five carries for thirty yards. I mean, he ran the ball well, but it's like, why is he running the ball at all right. in preseason? Like, what is he? What is what's the deal here? Um, Zamir White, Georgia kid, rookie out of Georgia. Uh, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was pretty impressive. 11 carries, 52 yards. And look, we would be doing this even if it wasn't the Raiders. People are going to be listening like, man, Raiders, Raiders. If it was the Jaguars and the Cowboys, if it was the Steelers and the Falcons, you know, we'd be doing the same thing, all right? So you're just going to have to deal with it, all right? You're going to have to shut up and deal with it. That's the way it goes, you know? When you have a brand like that that is as accomplished and decorated as Silver and Black is – it's just going to be part of the discussion every single day. And, and I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, we didn't see Devontae Adams in in action. We didn't see the offense. We didn't see Darren Waller. You know, this is just a taste of what they can do. 27 points with the backups, bro. Yeah, the, the, uh, the over came in, did it not? It did come in. It did come in there late, unfortunately. Yes, it, it, it did. As somebody that had the under, felt good about it at the half, felt good about it after the third. But, you know, then the preseason starts happening, wild things happen. Um, yeah, look, again, for the Jaguars, uh, they're a poverty franchise, and they'll remain that, even with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's just, they don't have anybody for him. That's what I worry about. Like, that conversation, yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback, but how often can you expect to, you know, throw, roll him out there and he doesn't – who's he throwing to? Mm-hmm. Who's he got? Right? Who does he have? He's got like uh, even DJ Chark is gone. He's got Marvin Jones, mm-hmm. you know, and Etienne. Like you're not doing your quarterback a service by rolling him out there with those dudes. Like that. That like oh, they're, they're going to have to get him. That's going to stun his development. That's going to be a process. You know, like hey, look, Jalen Hurts eventually like he gets AJ Brown, right? Uh, Tua he gets uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. It did take time. You know, mm-hmm. Devontae Parker, you can only you can only take five games of him a season for so long, right? right? Plus, you're coming off just pure incompetence in terms of the leadership you had previously with Urban. So you're having to, right? You're it's not just building. You're having to come back. You're right. in the, you're in the you're basement. It, you're, yep. Yeah, you got to get a foundation first. Right. They don't even they didn't start on that last year with Urban. You have right. to wreck that whole thing. And yeah, start the, over. the walls so, were, the walls inside so that, the Jags locker room yeah. were crying. Uh, give Peter, yeah. Give Peterson some. Uh, give Peterson a couple years. I think it's going to look a lot better. Yeah, um, they'll struggle though in the immediate. Not as bad as last year though. They'll look like a competent outfit. And I thought for the most part they were that even in the loss last night. Well, the division is certainly there for the taking in two, in two or three years, right? I mean, if we're talking, you can make that case. I mean, if Matt you're talking Ryan, about Matt Ryan with the Colts and then take them a time yeah. to get their next quarterback, and, and then the Titans. You see where the Titans are at? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Bottom of the basement Maybe in a few years. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Titans are. I wouldn't go that far. They're cellar dwellers. Your guy thinks uh, Derrick Henry going to have a monster. Uh, Mark, uh-huh. he did say that. Yeah. I don't. It sounded like he thinks they're going to win the division. Like, people think I'm hating on the Titans. I've but never done that. People think. People know you hate on the Titans. I've never done that. I've always been objective and real. You act like they weren't the one seed last year, and it didn't come down to one game, one bad game for Tannehill. That was Other a, than that, Tannehill's been fantastic that was, for them. That was fake news. Yeah, right. That one seed was fake news, man. All right? You saw that in the playoffs. 
Um, anyway, we got we got postseason or excuse me, preseason football uh, kicking off. We'll have another uh, round, of course, starting next week. And uh, you know, away we go. Every week we're inching closer and closer to uh, real games, and that was the first taste last night. Raiders win. Next story. Uh, Roger Goodell has chosen former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the appeal of the six-game suspension for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. We know the NFL wants a much tougher penalty than what a disciplinary officer and former judge Sue Robinson handed down on Monday, which was just a six-game suspension. Now, Roger Goodell had a choice here. He could designate the appeal, the hearing of the appeal to someone else, which he obviously did, to attorney, former, again, Attorney General Peter C. Harvey, or he could hear it himself. We said it yesterday, he needed to hear it himself. Because in the end, I, I mean, I know he can sit up here and try to look like, well, you know, NFLPA, you wanted to take some of the power away from me, and here I am allowing someone else to, to, to make a ruling here. Well, you didn't allow Sue Robinson's ruling to stand. Mm-hmm. You came in, it was you that said you wanted to appeal, and I just think, again, if it's a real stand with your face on it, like we talked about yesterday, a real stand for the abuse of women and uh, mistreatment of women and all of it, you should be the one taking it. Not passing the buck again to someone else to decide here. And frankly, I'm assuming you've picked someone who's going to decide it your way. Again, the NFL is going to get its way here. But the fact that Roger Goodell constantly wants to hide behind bushes instead of putting his own face on it is a joke. Is an absolute joke. Stop passing the buck. This is about you, so stop trying to make it something else. Right. It's about you and your record, so stand on it. That's that's my only issue with this. Knew it was all going to come. NFL had to appeal, was losing the, the PR. It was a PR nightmare for them. But, again, said it yesterday, Roger Goodell needs to be the one to hear this. He's the one with the power in the first place. Stop acting like right. you're trying to, trying to give it to someone else because, again, when you did – that third-party arbiter, you didn't agree in the first place. So I just think Roger Goodell should be the one hearing this and the one ultimately making the ruling. That's where I'm No, at. I mean, we're in agreement on that. I think It kind of feels like uh, you're kind of hiding a little bit. It's just passing the buck, man. That's right. what, but he loves to do that. Right. Which I don't... Uh, we're going hard after Deshaun Watson here. Just not, not my face on it, though. Why not? But we listened to someone else. No, you didn't listen to Sue Robinson, who said your own language keeps her from being able to suspend them for more than six games. You need to change the collective bargaining agreement, which was which was fact and law and precedent made sense. No, no, we want more. Uh, but it, I want more, and yet you're gonna you've picked a a former uh, New Jersey Attorney General to be the one that 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 hears it. So I, I just don't I don't I don't get the whole you know hiding behind things. Yeah, my question is wh- why. My question is why would he not want to handle it himself? So he can not hear the narrative of, well, the buck, the, the judge, jury, executioner thing again. So he can try to play that card. And all of it, all it is, John, is a card. It's a narrative that I'm giving this power to, a, to a, an independent party, which is what Sue Robinson was, and they're going to make the decision. So this isn't just me all coming down hard. But it's a joke. It's a farce. It's him. It's him that didn't, didn't agree with Sue Robinson's decision, and it's him that picked the person here to hear the appeal. The power ends with him. Mm-hmm. Stop planting. Stop lying like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know that's all this is essentially. So you know again, I'm sure he's picked someone who's going to rule. He's hoping rule in the and, and I suspect knowing that's going to rule in the way that he wants, which is a a, a year suspension and deficit suspension for Deshaun Watson. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Get, just put just sign it. Put your face on it. Well, yeah. I mean, because in the I end, I don't disagree with what they're going after here and, and try to get more than six games. What I'm saying is. Stop allowing it to be, you know, something it's not, some narrative, right? 
Uh, that's all this is. He's he's going to paint out. Yeah, well, here's another, a third a third party. We got one that did agree that we were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the end, it's it's you that, that that ultimately only matters. It only matters what you think. Well, yeah, and uh, and the players gave him that power. So well, they're the ones that have got to get this renegotiated. Well, yeah, and uh, you know one of the things we said yesterday is like ultimately, if the NFL wants you to you know miss a, a X amount of games, then and they're really pushing for it. Uh, odds are pretty good that uh, you know. I just wonder how the Browns feel today. Like, do they do they feel like um, they miscalculated a little bit? I wonder. You know, because they. I mean, they gave him two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. I wonder if because because the the the. I guess from their perspective, they were thinking he was going to get what he got, right? I wonder if like. Well, the contract set up where he barely gets paid anything. Like they they protected themselves in the case that he would be out another year, right? Yeah, they, they did that. Right. Now, now, once he's back on the field, they get the six games. You better believe they started getting happy again. You could see the training camp, and they were they were they, you know th- their hope is that you know he would stick to Sue Robinson, the third party arbiter, the the arbiter's decision here. That was their hope, and they got giddy because remember, I mean, they were in they were in uh, uh, talks with the NFL mm-hmm. in terms of trying to come to a settlement. The NFL told them they wanted a whole year. You know, you you end up at this judge saying six games. Man, you're all giddy. They were feeling good, but yes, they did miscalculate. Yep. They should have. They should have known that Goodell was going to play that card that he could because of the CBA, which is, I don't care about the six-game suspension. We're going to change that, go after you know, go after a whole year. So they did miscalculate, feels like to me, because I don't think you'd have Jacoby Brissett yep. as the option right now for a whole year if you knew he was going to be gone, for, if, if, if you thought that that was going to be the final ruler. Yeah, well, it ain't going to be Goodell. It's going to be uh, Harvey. I think that's his name, mm-hmm. Peter Harvey. I believe. Peter Former Harvey, New Jersey Attorney General. Yeah, who's got uh, apparently has more of a background again in sexual assault cases, domestic violence than Sue Robinson did. You're not going to agree with this, you know, the decision of this woman and go out pick a man now to anyway. Mm-hmm. You that, that's what I'm saying. You should be the one. Agree. If you don't agree with Sue Robinson, agree totally. Next story. Hey, uh, Dan Bartow. There's a petition. There's a petition for Danton Bartow to have his number retired over at the University of Memphis. And uh, it feels like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Like, it just feels like this should happen. Um, you know, we, we from time to time will have these conversations about, you know, numbers being retired and more so on the basketball side, right? But, you know, Danton Bartow as, you know, one of the great defensive players in the, you know, history of University of Memphis football, there's a petition right now. Um, to get to get his, and it's a little bit of a, a apparently a convoluted process to do this. Well, there was no process, according to Chris Thomas. Like Memphis, when he asked him, didn't have a process for what you got to have. Yeah. What do you do to do this to make this happen? So, to your point, it's one that's not you know formalized, hasn't been formalized in the past for the guys that they have retired. Just kind of come up, they yeah. either do it or they don't. But there's no formal process. Yeah, I was so surprised to hear that. There's recommendations made to Laird Beach from you know that group, and uh, then you move forward. But I think you know, look, obviously, this is. Uh, this is a no-brainer, right? And on, while we're at it, yeah, yeah let's let's definitely uh, let let's let's retire Danton's number. He's you know career uh, tackles leader, right, in the University of Memphis history. Let's also honor 08. Let's honor uh, the, the Memphis basketball team from 07 08. Find a way to do it. Um, you can't say probably Final Four. You probably can't say record or anything like that because they're they don't exist. But I mean, we're we're past time for that too. You know, I know you. I know you can't get everybody back. I know you're not going to be able to probably get Derrick Rose back, but Supreme would come back. We know that. Um, we know Antonio Anderson would come back. Joey would come back. Absolutely. Um, I, I have no reason to believe Dozier wouldn't come back. Like I feel like everybody from that team, probably other than D Rose, would come back. 
And I just feel like that's the greatest season in the history of Memphis Tiger basketball, you know, and it should be immortalized as that because we see how very, how freaking difficult it is to re, you know, create that and right. get, get back there. They haven't been to the uh, Elite Eight Final Four championship since then, not even close. So I feel like we have to uh, – w- we should do that as a, you know, a, you know, as an alum of Memphis. I don't know where you come down on this. I don't know how important it is to you. But that was like a – that was a formative year for, I think, so many Memphians, you know. And I, I know it ended very p- poorly mm-hmm. and it left a sour taste. But, dude, it was the best. It was the best, you know. Yeah. Memphis owes it to those players, John, to do it. I agree. Forget set Cal to the side. Yep. But we've talked about this before. You don't have anything really honoring that era. You don't. And that was the peak, and maybe the peak period of the whole history of Tigers basketball. You can you can argue that you can go back to Larry, whatever. But uh, for for most, the peak, and you don't have anything honoring it. it it's a it's a no brainer, just like it is when you say with Danton Barto, and 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 I I agree with you. It's a no brainer that you've got to do something for. Those guys. 100%. Those guys that poured all that in. Forget yeah, how man. you feel about Cal. Talked about this with Jeff this morning. It's ridiculous. Like those players, Antonio Anderson, Chris Douglas, those guys deserve it, man, for it. And there's nothing really there because what? The NCAA told you it didn't happen? Who cares? Dude, like I told Jeff, we used to throw in finger signs around here to the NCAA, aren't we? Yep. And in this case, you're not going to get an IARP investigation behind it. You should put it up. John, put the damn record up. Who cares? It happened. Like the NCAA is losing power by the day. Right? Exactly and, right. And the fact that it's either, you know, your feelings about Cal or the way the NCAA came down afterward, that's the reason you're not going to have something up honoring those guys. It's ridiculous. You're exactly we're, right. we're a town that rolls up its sleeves that doesn't need anybody else to give us anything. Do it yourself. The players deserve it. You're right. We shouldn't ignore them just because, again, how you feel about Cal or, oh, the NCAA told us, oh, this didn't happen. Like, stop. We know the whole Derrick Rose investigation was a farce. So you want to throw some real finger signs to the NCAA that I can get behind. Yep. It's this. It's honoring that team, particularly as this, as the height, as the, the, key, the, you know, the top, the peak of that era. That was again to your point so formative, so much formative for many Tigers fans. For others, just glued you in even more. Those players deserve it. Yep, yep. I'm with you. Like I think you know. Look, this season. I mean, I, there's no like. Don't wait for 2028, right? Like, don't wait for like some you know, uh, com, you know, uh, arbitrary anniversary, right? Oh, the 20th year. Do it now. I mean, do it now. You should have done it in 2018. That would have been easy. Ten years, right? But, but I, I would, I, I really do. I think like you just pick a night on the schedule, a home game. Hell, A and M. That'd be a great night to do it. Mm-hmm. Like get everybody like super fired up. You're gonna need a great crowd. I so this year would be 15, 23, 22, 23. Yeah. If it, well, yeah. Depending also, on no, when it, you do it. Yeah. Be 14, 15, 15. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be 15 years. Yeah. You're oh, right. Eight. 15 years. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect, actually, because it's a nice round number, you know. But, yeah, like you're going to need a good crowd for A&M. So you bring all those guys. Can you imagine how great that would be? Like you got Dozier and CDR and Tone and all those dudes at half court, you know. And, no, they didn't win a title, but they they set the standard at Memphis. And, I, I you know, it, it probably complicates it with the Cal piece, you know. A little bit because, again, I'm – Initially, I was on board. Okay, bring them all back with Cal. Everybody's going to have a good time. But no, you need to wait till Cal's done at Kentucky before you make him. But, again, you can honor that team. I, I Set Cal to the side. 
like I just like I just laid out. This is about the players. This is about those guys. You you can have a night like that where just they're back. You can honor Cal later on down the road once he's done in Kentucky. He's moved on, whatever it is. But that night, you can still keep it about the players. Yeah, see what I'm saying? You can raise the banner up, still have the players there. You don't necessarily need Cal, and especially not while he's the coach of Kentucky. They won't play you. You know, you're you're right. You're at the little guy table. But I yeah. get that. But wait till afterwards, you can come back and honor him. Again, the point oh, is honor to... <laughs> the players now. <laughs> right. Stop allowing the no, I, I now to push it down the road because that's right. what we've done. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I do. I think we have to we have to stop being petty about that. Um, and like, look, I I have no problem honoring Cal. I know a lot of people. No, I think it's just smarter it's to not, do it afterwards. Yeah, though. don't do it now. You yeah, can man, put no, it that makes off. sense. At first, I was all like, "Yeah, get over it." Yeah, you can yeah. do it now. No, it, it, do it with the Hall of Fame. Then, well, okay, yeah, but it makes a lot of sense to do it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm in. I'm in complete agreement. I, 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 and I think you're right. Like, I think those those players deserve to. To to feel the love, you know what I mean. Not get swept into a file that right. says Cal and NCAA, so we don't exactly. talk about it around That's exactly here. Right? Stop. That's exactly right. Like wake up. It's like, like I feel like Lawrence Fishburne. Wake the hell up. Yeah, like they're like we almost treat them as sort of like the black hats, as opposed to like the standard setters, you know, and the and the and the and the bar at Memphis. You know, I, like I said, I don't, I don't give a damn how you. Wasn't Cal that put any of those balls in the basket? Wasn't Cal that did any of that in terms of yes. the, the actual winning on the court? It was those sure, he, dudes. He put them together, it was those but dudes. it was the dudes that pulled y'all and, through and made and you feel the way you feel. The overwhelming majority of them were here for their whole careers, right? I mean, they stayed multiple years. Antonio Senior, Dozier Senior, CDR Junior. You know, Joey Sr. And I just remember, you remember, you know, CDR, his last time with us, and Jeff didn't, had forgotten this. Yeah. But remember how he said, you know, I'd be open now to having to my it. own jersey retired. But you remember what he said initially? He, he wanted everybody want right. in. Right. He didn't want to do it because he wanted everybody right. in. This is a way to honor everybody. You're right. And to do it in a way I think they'd all feel great great about. You know, you'd get For goosebumps sure. about. Yes. Again, it's about how those players made you feel. Well, yeah. Well, they deserve a night where you give it back to them, the appreciation well, that, again, seems to have been silenced. Right. We've silenced it around here because, like you said, it's sort of that black hat deal where we, oh, we can't talk about them, right? We can't honor them because the NCAA said we can, or because well, yeah, we hate Cal, right? You you don't have it's to. A, it's like, a it's it's a disservice to the actual players. Yeah, you don't have you know, to worry about the like kicking the, the fine print there. You know, there's a way to do it without it. You don't even have to say without anything. Without it saying NCAA right. tournament runner up, dude. You just you put seven oh eight, like immortalize it. That's all you have to say. And everybody Dude, we, will we get the, it. We're the king of bootleg shirts around here, man. You could, just, you could just spray paint one of them just <laughs> yeah. go to the corner store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it doesn't have to have an NCAA tag Who on cares? moniker on that Who thing. Who cares? Don't we don't? Yeah. yeah. And you missed a finger sign to the NCAA. You led the charge with Wiseman. So you should be leading the charge on this one. I'm trying. These, these are good finger signs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, In I'm this gonna, case, gonna, it's smart. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this. I'm going to write a column. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the, the push. You're going to write a column? Up? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the push because it is it's important to me and I think it should be important to the University of Memphis. Well, will you use what some of what I just said as quotes in the in the article? Yes. What was the, the one about the bootleg shirts? We love bootleg no, shirts no, around no. here. The, said Jason. No, Smith. the disservice it is the, the whole yes. file. You yes. use that idea that I brought yes. to you. Just put it in there, man. Yes, I'm going to absolutely do that. Uh, it's gonna, a, it's disrespectful to the play. It's a disservice to the players. And like, it, and I also think too, and it would require cooperation. And I'm kidding. I don't care. Just write the piece. It's about it's about them. It's but, about but I, I think they would come back also. Would they? Like they would You be, might mess around and get D Rose back. You could. I mean, you know. How much is he needed now? That's what I'm saying. Yes, he'll probably be on a roster, but my point is maybe you catch him on an off night. He sees all his be, guys down here. He flies on in and, be, and is a part of it. I get and it, could, it. It could be 
great. It could be almost healing in a way. If you're Memphis, in terms of it that, would, it would be. If, let me ask you this: If you're Memphis, I love this idea, man. Do you I love this idea? Are you hesitant to do it because you don't know if D Rose will come? You don't need him. I mean, I mean that's if, a pretty that, big that, omission. That's, I mean, again, that's on him, and and again, that's going to be between D. You know, that's on D Rose. How those players feel about him not showing up, like yeah. that's on them. You 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 open up the invitation, you put it out there, and you let D Rose respond to it or not. You still do it because again, it's bigger than right. D Rose. That's what that's why I love that's why I love Memphis so much, man. Because like, that's just one of those things. Like that team, I, like it's one of like the great like, all time unifiers, bro. It's like it didn't matter what where you come from, what you look like. Everybody loved that team. Black, white, brown does. I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody rallied around that team in Memphis. And uh, and that's why it's special, man. It's been 15 years. It's a special team. It's a special time. And I think the the years that have gone by since then have only reinforced how damn great that that 38 and two, mm-hmm. 38 and two. And when you're in it, you're just like you're enjoying it. You're not thinking about the historical perspective, you know. Sure. But think about all the great players that have come here since then. All the top-ranked recruiting classes since then, all the hype since then, haven't even come close. Haven't even sniffed it. Haven't won. Uh, did Josh get to 30? Josh probably got the 31-year, right? Yeah. In CUSA. Yeah, 31, I want to tell you. Yeah, he got to 31. But again, but it, was, it, was like, it was about getting to the second weekend. He right. didn't get past the first weekend. This team has not – this program has not been to a, a, an Elite Eight uh, since that year. Mm-hmm. That's 15 years ago, man. That's kind of crazy. It's crazy. What did Tyreek's team do the next year? Sweet 16. Sweet 16, and we looked at that. Lost to Missouri. They could have won, but Cal was, you know, distracted. He was in negotiations. Oh, that's right. So that that one kind of got – that one went sideways. But, uh, yeah, man, I I, I do think it's time. I think it's important. I think it's it's something that not just the players deserve. I think the fans deserve it, you know? I think Memphis fans deserve to, like – be able to celebrate that and, and, and tell those guys formally how much they appreciate them because we know, you know, we know the love for that team. Um, and it's ab- it's evident and abundant every time we talk about it. Just like sitting here doing this, we could go an hour on those guys, you know. Um, so, yes, Danton Bartow deserves to have his number retired. I think CDR deserves to have his number retired. And I think that Memphis basketball team from 07-08 deserves to have their moment. And I think they deserve it now. This season. Write the piece. I against Texas A&M. I'll retweet you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for this. You don't need that anymore. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the petition, you can you can sign the petition. I think it's up at change.org, but the, the, it shouldn't come down to a petition. It should be. Uh, Santa Bartos should be in. Yeah, absolutely. Next story. All right, um, this is in a competing um, publication. That's all right. Up with John. Competition is good. It's why I'm introducing it though, because I bet I was I was I was betting you weren't going to do it. So this is why I'm bringing it to the table. Uh, Jason Munns with Commercial Pills reporting in his most recent mailbags, very interesting stuff. Quite frankly, that Penny Hardaway might not be done, and quite frankly, that he's got his eye on a number of international prospects, according to Munns's report. And one of them, John, is this Ian Granja. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's from Spain, so that that Spanish pronunciation should be solid. 19 years old, six foot eight wing, uh, spent a season at Get Better Academy, a private international basketball academy. Again, reading from Munz's mailbag over commercialappeal.com in the Czech Republic. In 19 games with the Czech Republic, under 19 game, 
Uh, you tell me if these numbers impress you. 13.7 points, 43% from the field, 30.7% from three, 4.3 rebounds. He also played 19 games uh, with a foreign professional team in the Czech Republic, averaged 9.1, 3.3 rebounds, shot 25.6% from deep, 38 overall from the field. Um, six eight again wing looks more like real wing than combo forward or a guy that you could slide to the four because again we're not seeing huge rebounding numbers here. I'll tell you what jumped out at me before I throw it to you. The three point numbers don't impress me enough. And again, it's it's it, you know it's a couple of seasons here, so it doesn't necessarily mean this is going to be him his entire career. But if Memphis needs anything right now, it feels like to me they could use another shooter. He doesn't necessarily fit that. And then I wonder if you bring in another wing. You know, on a team that's already log-jammed at wings, and especially mm-hmm. one-year guys, what does that do for a Jonathan Lawson? Mm-hmm. Who right now probably isn't looking at any time at backup point guard because you got, at least with the way the winds are blowing, Alex Lomax back in the fold. So, uh, as I told Mark yesterday, I'm open to the addition of a maybe a shooter. Mark mm-hmm. thought you maybe could use a little bit of interior depth. But in terms of what Granha would potentially bring to the table, I'm not sure necessarily that the need is there. But again, uh, according to reports... Uh, Munn says that the Tigers are optimistic they're going to be able to get Ron High for this season. Yeah, look, I mean, they have spots. So Three scholarships available, I think. Uh, or is it down to two if you give Lomax his? I think it's two yeah. with Lomax in the fold. So, yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I think it's wise to, to add a guy that you think, you know, take a shot on a guy because, you know, injuries happen too, you know. I mean, you, a guy can get hurt, a guy can uh, be unhappy, disgruntled, and, and transfer or, you know, whatever. Uh, not play well. I think you have to leave yourself. You know, you're just not gonna let Johnny get on the floor in you. No, no, I, no. you love Johnny Money. I do. I, when's Johnny gonna get on the floor? You keep bringing all these dudes. I, iron in. sharpens iron, though, bro. I mean, he's got. He's got. If he, I mean, he's got to win the job. You know, he's got to win it. I'm not really worried about this. This cat from the Czech Republic. I mean, how many guys like, from Europe that from don't, Spain by way? Yeah, yeah. However you do that. Yeah, I mean, played it, in Czech Republic, but was from Spain. You know, what's the track record of 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 international prospects? At Memphis, like not at good. Memphis, no. Yeah. But again, you can't put that on Penny. Well, I know I'm not putting it on Penny, but I'm just his. saying the track record of guys, the track record that, of international prospects all over the country. It's like it, it's uh, it can be risky. Was uh, who were who are some of the most, seems like Kansas keeps a couple. Arizona does it, but you know, and Gonzaga, but th- like that's St. Like, Mary's. Yeah, those are those are proven. Like okay, that's where you go if you're an international kid. Yeah, that's a pipeline. You know what I mean. Who who jumps out to you is in terms of like the international guys that Memphis has had in the past, dude. I can't think of anybody but Angel Garcia. He was not international, was he? Why, how come he wasn't international? Didn't he go back to go take a job over there? Yeah, yeah. Was he not international? I guess he did come from Puerto Rico, but wasn't he from like Chicago though? Uh, I can't remember. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I just remember he went back and played for a foreign club. He left in the middle of the damn season. Yes, he did for a, for a, for a foreign contract, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Angel Garcia was he, well, he was he was born in Puerto Rico, but he lived in Chicago when he committed to Memphis. What about like uh, Thierra? Was he a foreign prospect? So once they come here and live here for a year or two, they're not that like Musa Cisse because he's from New York. No, he's, I mean, he's, he, he's from Africa, but he lived in New York before he got here, so we don't count him as an right. international prospect. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I kind of would count him still as an international prospect. That's interesting. To your point, like you're saying, they're not coming from straight over. Was Almani Thierro a – Almani, fool. Almani Thierro. Yeah, was he Was he from uh, – Was he? I can't – I think he feels like somewhere in Africa, Nigeria or something, Cal got him from, did he not? Yep, that it was – seemed like there was a – Modibo Diara, Cal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simplice Najoya. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm pulling them out. There, there, that, that, you found it. Yeah. You found it. I want it. to tell you there were a couple more Cal had. 
but I know Modibo and uh, Diara and Simplice and Joya. Yeah. Sunday out of bio. Well, that's Arkansas dude. He, and, he, and, he, he and played he went, in Memphis. Yeah, and he went back to Arkansas. Yeah, he, well, he, yeah. It's a weird story with him. He moved to the United States to uh, work for his uncle. Sunday Adebayo was a great player. Was he great? Yes. Great Unbelievable. Player. Dog on the boards. Dog. And did he ever suit up for Memphis? Yeah, he played for Memphis the one year, I want to say. If and I'm, then, if I'm, and if I'm went, honest, then he went back then, to Arkansas. And then he went back to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. you don't see that happen much. Yeah, look, it's it's tough, man. It's tough for, uh, you know, you could come to Memphis uh, – you know, from Spain, Czech Republic. But you don't believe in Granja because of Memphis's history with no, international prospects. No, I just think so I, what well, a weird take. No, I, I, it's not that I don't. I don't. No, I mean, how could I? I don't. I don't know if I believe no, in it or not. I, your I, whole point was like literally. You said, "Hey, just bring in another guy. Why not? Guys go down, dude. We've seen it. Penny can have too many guys and too many options. Well, yeah. He, like but, my my whole point is, you know if this Penny dude ain't a shooter, that. if he ain't a shooter, you don't need him. Period. You, but you know, you know that Penny's going to bring dudes in. Like that's just one of his things. So I, you know, I accept that. I mean, I've come to to, you know, I've I'm at peace with it, right? But you know, I just think it can be a culture shock coming from you know Czech Republic to Memphis. That's a tough adjustment, man. You know, it is it just is like it's a, for any kid, right? Especially oh, you could end up coming and riding the bench. Like like like, like legitimately, I, I say this like respectfully. If you don't have a track record of dealing with international players, you know, like it could be it could be tough. For both parties, right? Memphis doesn't know how to deal with that. He doesn't know how to deal with Memphis. So you kind of get into a spot where uh, but Memphis got a staff. I mean, well, staff of twenty. It almost feels like in terms of on that support staff and everything else. You don't think they got enough to some? This do you got chief of staff? You got to bring Dwight you got to bring Larry in. Got a because recruiting coordinator. They got somebody. Larry dudes. coached in Italy, so he you know he's been on both sides of it. You know what I mean? He can help. That's one of those ways that you're looking for. You're Any to, area you're that you can to, find where Larry can help. You're trying to justify his salary, bro. There you go. He could be like the liaison for, for Granha. No, see, here. I think this is the key. Larry has to come down in salary because we added Frank. Is he willing? You think Frank got more than— Come on. I'm not saying he got more. I'm saying you got to pay Frank, though. Yeah. You got to pay him what he's worth. He's a former head coach coming right off the job. Okay. All I'm saying is you got to give him a respectable amount. So can we take Larry down a little yeah. bit to do that? We ain't saying yeah. necessarily you got to pay him more. I bet you Frank Haith would tell you, no, Larry can make more than me. Bro, like, I but honestly, it's got to like, be right, though. Do you ever, like— do you ever sit up and you're like, "Oh my God, Frank Haith is an assistant at Memphis." Like, I, I love like it. It's crazy, I, and it's why again, crazy. It, with all due respect, it makes Larry expendable. Okay, it just does. Right. You don't want to hear it, but it does. Yeah. Plus, you've already got a year of Larry pouring into you. Now, again, I think Frank Haith has made it clear he would love to have Larry on the staff. That's why I'm saying, if it's a money thing, yeah, can you take a fifty thousand? Can you take a hundred k off that big old price tag, Larry? And give it over to Frank. You you, you act like you're Larry Beach it? balancing the budget this year, bro. I mean, it ain't your money. You act like that they're getting a, a thirty-five million dollar year from their media rights deal. They're not. It's always been about what you can do over in Memphis. Well, you and know, a lot that's of times, privately funded anyway. A lot of times, financially, you you got to be careful, and so that's all I'm saying. You can't pay the staff whatever it wants over there. Of you course, I mean, all nil you got, and everything. As long as, else, as, you you, as, long as you find a booster that'll foot the bill, you can like they they can hire. You know, if that was the case, don't you think Larry'd already be in the fold right now? We'd have it done, boom, boom, boom. That ain't about the money. That ain't about the money, though. What are they? What what are they haggling over then? The 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 role. The role, bro. The role. Why do you think Penny wants him to do less? Because he. You still gonna pay him the same thing doing less? 
Well, hell no, you're not gonna do the same thing. But, it, but, but I don't. I just don't think that move is motivated by the money. I think that move is motivated by other money is a part of it, but I think it's other things too. You know, again, the need level. Yeah, we're at different spots. You think the program could still need and still needs Larry Brown? I don't. Yeah, could he be useful? Absolutely. Yeah, but useful at the in the way you want to use him, not in the way that Larry Brown, with again all due respect. Wants it at eighty-two years old. Yeah, this is a, again. It's bigger than Larry. It's about the program. You're, yeah, you get with the program or you move on. You just sound like you're you're heavy on the all do, light on the respect over there. You know, I mean, we talk- I, li- I like using it, but I guess, I guess now that people use it so much, you they, only don't, say they don't act like it's real anymore. You only like say you it, have respect for who you're yeah, talking right, about, but you only say it when you' about to like, you know. No, nah, that's what they say about it. But I actually mean it. Right. As you, uh, as, as you know, as, as you, and, and as you're suggesting, he needs to take a hundred thousand dollar pay cut, man, and give it to Frank. Absolutely, give it to Frank. Frank gonna be boots on the ground every day. He's all in. No, He's that's invested. Fair. I mean, you make a, no, like, like, look, I can, I can do this bit, but you're, 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 you're that's fair. I mean, that's definitely fair because that's what I hear. That's a, it's a bit over there. I'm talking real live no, dollars I mean, and cents. I, no, no, it's not. It, but it's not all of all of it's not a bit. I do think Larry is a. It can I'm be not, a valuable asset. I, I, again, I've said the same thing. I'm not yeah. anti Larry. Again, at the way Penny wants it. Right. That's what matters here. Right. You should, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's. It. I had to make sure. I had to make sure. Still not the mayor of Memphis sports, according to John, though. No, I Penny said he, he, he I, wants him I, as no, the mayor. I, I want over him. All things. Yeah. He wants him to be the real mayor. Right. It was a complete. John wanted to do a different segment. I. My point. Oh, he is, took it in a whole different direction. Yeah. The actual mayor. My point is. Job done. You did it, Penn. That is not true. You did it. Penn. This is Again, not like this goes back to no. John wanting to do bits all day. You know what? Because re- he doesn't believe. You that. know what that bit reminded me of? It reminded me of the aircraft carrier scene with President Bush and the mission said job mission accomplished, mission accomplished yes. behind him. Yes. Unfortunately, the mission was not accomplished as we learn, learned fair, later. Fair, fair. That's exa- you're, ex- it, that was the aircraft carrier moment now, from John. Now, now the difference is. You know that, that it would be like Penny saying that, right? Penny would have to say, "We did it." <laughs> he folks. did not do that, <laughs> and he no. clearly didn't do that in the way that he's responded this all do that. Right? No, yeah. he did. He didn't do that. Yo, I, you know, it's crazy. Don't do that. I, I miss basketball so much. We're close. I really do. We're close. Like, is that okay That's, to say? Uh, no, I think it's totally fine. Well, it's why we you batted my question down earlier, and I think it was the right answer, which is we are in the first doldrums. I'm sitting over here talking to all these people coming in the studio today. I'm sorry for all the interruptions, but it's like I think people desire basketball so much right like, now. Like I realize, like it's it's been the COVID thing. It's a backup. We, we it's our first regular season where we have preseason football and no basketball. I love football, but I find myself genuinely missing like Memphis basketball, Grizzlies and Tigers. You know, like because we were that was a hell of a year we yes. just had. You know, if you think about it, that was great. I mean the the Grizzlies the Grizzlies shocked the world. They yeah. got to the second round of the playoffs, and the Tigers shocked the world. I really, you know? I do think we would be buzzing even more if they would have. I just wish they would have gotten past Gonzaga. Oh again. yeah, for that's sure. That's the one we we sort of needed that one. But you, you know, you got your feather in your cab with the halftime lead, right? I mean, you cut, you competed, yeah. you could, you covered the spread. You know, I mean, that's definitely. I, so I just, I really do. I think uh, you sort of take stock of last season. It was a great freaking year in Memphis yeah. basketball. I don't know if this year's going to be as good. It might. No, nah, it's going to be hard because the Grizzlies won't be the two. They won't be the two seed, but they could They're go not going to gonna be the two. They could still go to the second round. You know, they could go to the second round. Yeah, man, yeah they could do and, that. And, and the Tigers could go to the Sweet 16. I f- which do you feel more confident about? Tigers. Because of Jaron. Because of Jaron. That's the key. 
That's the that's the wild card. If you told me that Jaron was like healthy and ready to go before the season started, I reserve the right to change that opinion. But West is better too. The West has gotten yeah. better. Yes, it's a mud. Fa- it's, the, the Clippers yeah. are here. It's tough, and I don't think Golden State's going anywhere. They may not win another title, no, but fair. they're not going anywhere that's in terms fair. of contender. Love what they did to replace the vets they lost. No, that's yeah. like Jamichael and Divincenzo. Yeah, man. Like those are solid additions to go with the young guys that are coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody to go with what you already had that just won a title last year. Yeah. I mean, Poole, those dudes are loaded, and they got young and old. Like, most teams get old, they're done. This one's got a little bit of youth to infuse, keeps a little bit of glue with the Jamichael edition, stuff like that. Like, again, Gold State might not win it because I like the Clippers right now. But they're still going to be contenders, and that's the point about trying to stay at two. Yeah, you've just that that one through four is going to be tough. John is about to stunt on what I'm about to say, but I think we're going to miss those two guys more than you think in De, in, De, in Melton and Anderson. I just I know that sounds insane to a lot of our listeners. No, they're like, I, I, how I, could I, it be those two? I've heard it all summer. But it, it I, like I, I think that you will I, miss them more than you think you will. Kyle Kyle was a crafty. He did a lot of like little things Swiss Army that knife, added bro. up, you know, like timely plays. Well, he would help him particularly now because of Jaron. Right, he would be. Yeah, he would, be he would already four. know who's starting yeah, four. That's yes. very into the season. That's very and true. He would feel much better about that. Um, but you weren't going to pay him what he got with the Timberwolves for Christ's sake. I mean, that's crazy. You can't do that. Um, no, I mean, I, I think. Look, I I think that there are probably going to be some games where you definitely do miss like parts of both of them. Absolutely, there will be. But. The 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 reason for the season is back. I don't think again. I don't think you slide to being a not a play, you know a non playoff team because you've allowed that, that Melton, you've a, traded Melton yeah. and allowed. No, Kyle I don't think go. they'll drop that. Like far. we're not talking about Man. that kind of difference. Yeah. Be step back, sure. I think but, you might be a six seven though. Well, that and you you add what you lost and then what's right. happening with the yeah. rest of the West. Again, Denver with Jamal Murray back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like you got a problem. Clippers are going to be <laughs> yeah. one two three seed for sure. And then of course there's the big question mark about what happens with the Lakers. Again, I right now, I'd still put the Lakers below the Grizzlies just because I don't believe in the way that thing's constructed. That said, though, yeah. you know, LeBron and those guys aren't thinking like that. No, and if they all stay healthy, fair. you know, you you, yeah. you, you got you to include them in terms of teams you might end up ahead of the Grizzlies. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I think uh, if, if you can add a player that you think will help, uh, I would I would certainly uh, be all in favor of that. If yeah, I don't know if Gronha's the one, but yeah, I like that Penny's not you know still looking. I, Hard yeah, line, I, bro. I mean, you 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 said bring him all in, working man, and bring twenty six in here. Eh, yeah. I am so I, surprised I, he's I working. Think, you don't know, don't need to add just for the sake of adding, right? That's how I would put the, I the bottom line. I agree totally. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where they're from, you know, Belgium, Czech Republic, <laughs> Ukraine doesn't matter if they can help bring it. But I I do I think there is an there's an elevated risk in terms. I mean, there's there's no risk, but there's just an elevated to me pressure when you're bringing in a kid not from the United States, right? Like because it's got to go. It needs to go well, you know, for both parties, right? Man, let's see what Jonathan Lawson gonna look like on the wing. Let's see that mm-hmm. after these in between these one year guys we're gonna have out there. Right. You don't need another one that's shooting twenty six percent from out there. Twenty six percent. Whatever it was, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it was low. Yeah, because Keontae Kennedy shot about twenty six percent from from three. I thought but but for his career he's like thirty one ish. I know dude, but we got like some No, well you got ACOT home builders out there. Kendrick Davis and Right. What else from three? Right. Jaden Hardaway yeah. didn't shoot a lot last year. No, but he can be a specialist, perhaps. Can. And I know Penny expects it, probably. But No, that's not a bad. Saying, you could use another shooter, is what I'm saying. Right. Because, again, remember, the plan was to keep Les Quinones. Right. 
You know, that that was the plan. Plans changed. Plan was to drink until the pain over. But what's worse? So, somebody just asked me about, well, you let Tyler Harris go. Again, at that time, you're thinking this is what you think you have. That changes. If he could revisit it now, maybe, maybe, maybe Tyler Harris is still on the roster. Mm, true. Because, you know, again, I, th- I think right now, again, the only thing, and we'll move it on, but the only thing that they're really lacking on is possibly is the – is enough bodies that can put that ball through the hoop from long range. Yep. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Seth Henderson at 125. We'll get his thoughts on what he's doing. He's opening up a prep school here in Memphis, so we'll get his thoughts on that, why he's doing it. Um, you know, can, can it be a destination for players uh, around the country and, and, and certainly here in Memphis? Get his thoughts on that and more at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 turn to fit. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm ESPN. Y'all saw it last night. Football's back. And nobody's more excited than your friends at Superbook Sports. Superbook is bringing Vegas-style wager into the palm of your hands, and now they will match 100% of your first bet up to $1,000. No matter if the bet wins or loses, it's not just football that's on Superbook. They got WNBA bets. They got lines on WNBA. Get after it. Whatever your heart desires, man. I know I will. I'm going to get after it on WNBA because that's what I do. I'm him. And if you're him... You're going to get on the Superbook Sports app. Visit Superbook.com or download the Superbook Tennessee app right now and start getting in on all the action. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem call 1-800-889-9789. You and Ron Slay. Yeah, I got to come up with like like a parlay name. Because Ron Slay has parslay. See, he's got a name for some. And we need Patty Pump Uh to have something slick like that. What is any uh, thoughts, yeah. John? Have you put any thoughts to that? If you saw that. Uh, parsley, I can't compete with that. I just can't. 
I mean, it's just too good. John's daily double or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. That was I, lame, but we need something. Uh, Brad, it, I, Brad, I'm tendering my resignation after that one. Okay. Do it with a. I'm done. Do something with Mike Miller. Do it like a let it fly, let it ride type deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man? you want me to use Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have him come up. It'll give you a little bit more clout. Huh? I, I, no, and f- it'll take away. It'll diminish my my profile if I incorporate him into it. As you know, I, I, he's a two time champion. I highly doubt that. Two time champ. Rode LeBron's coattails a couple times. You're exactly right. No, I'm know. just trying to give you a little credit here. Well, I mean, I think we got to be real about it, though. You know what I'm well, saying? What we focus on is the discrediting. Yeah, we got it. We got to be. We got to be real about you know what Mike did and did not do. Right. You know, for those teams. Okay, well, you're gonna do it on I don't your know, own. Like, uh, we're rooting for you. Uh, you know, like a uh, you know, Patty, pa, you know, pa, pa, you know, I don't know, stupid. Again, you know? Mike did give you that nickname. He did, but it? it's not like it's not widely adopted. You know, it's not like. Yeah. It's, I mean, I kind of go by that, like, you all, my, segment. What are we talking all about? my screen names and stuff or that. Picks. You know what I mean? Like, Patty Pump, but only in that circle. Patty Pump and the Kango Kid. He only, loves it. Don't, oh, don't get it wrong. John blushes when you call him. But Patty. here's the thing, though. Nobody else calls me that except out of that circle. You know, except in that circle. You know, like, it's not like, you know, some people have nicknames they just go by. Like, everybody calls them that, you know. Yeah. That's not the way it is. I'm John to most people. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. But I don't really identify as that well, anymore. I we, think I've we evolved. Pick it up. We got to catch up with Slay here, so we got to pick it up. Yeah, they, let's get let's stay on on the cutting edge. Here. Well, I, I remember that uh, you know you used to have uh, endorsements for those too. Uh, <laughs> you are something. Didn't he something? You are well, on he's, one. He's bro. on one. Today. Are you on yeah. those psychedelics that Aaron Rodgers is taking? Might be for real. What did they? Uh, what did, what, did, what the what hell? Did you, what did you call him? What was your what was your stick over there? What was you, what were you doing? What you, what was your thing called? What was uh, your your name? Your uh, your cute name? Yeah, what's yeah? yeah your brand brand oh, it was name? The Creasy Bear Pick. Oh yeah, Creasy Bear, Bear Pick. That's I right, like that's it. Right. Yes, again, that name would come in with like minus five hundred pick. It didn't take off. I liked it because it went Bear. with the music. What was the cre- What was the Creasy? Bear? We had fun with it. Lock of the right? day. What was the Creasy Bear context? No, we would do your picks at Patty's. Patty's picks Which lost. Man, it's been a year since football. We're trying to get back at the groove. Remember, we have Patty's yep. picks, and then he and I were picking one, and his was the That's Creasy right. Bear special. Because you Creasy would only Bear? give Brad and I one. 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 Yes. We got remnants. Yes. And That's... we had to, by the way, <laughs> off the air in the prep session my, was, my don't touch better. this game. John, that's one of my that's picks. Right. Creasy that, Bear was had, a, it was a tough assignment. Reference to one of my favorite movies, Denzel Washington's Man yes. on Fire. Right. Mm-hmm. And Creasy Bear was the little girl's bear. Yeah, and there's that man on fire music with a. Whole I don't understand why. Nice. Why is that? Is that why? Is that what you identify as? It's a classic, and it involves your man Christopher Walken. Like he's really in this movie. <laughs> he really he's is actually in this one, right? Well, that's like the, that's like the uh, what the, what do they call it? The Mandela effect. Yeah. Creasy, you know, he says that I thought uh, Walken Christopher Walken was the the doctor in that, Back to the Future. He says in that movie famously that Creasy's art is death, yeah. and he's about to paint his masterpiece. What's the man on fire? Do you get that? Yeah, you I see how that went. It had to land. Where's the, what's the man on fire connection? He's on fire. He's on fire, man. He's on fire, mad. Mm. On fire. He's coming. And I he, have not and, seen and the movie. I'm sorry. I what are you? You haven't seen it. You no. gave me all that music. You haven't seen the movie. I just googled man it's on fire. One of Denzel's best. Sorry, I'm just being honest. And with what's you. the what's the plot line? I need you to see it, BC. They, he's a bodyguard for uh, for this family for this weekend for this family that's uh, got their kid kidnapped. Oh. This could have been a movie about you at Imperial. Oh, yep. The Maybe that's why I relate. 
This is the security company that Jason used uh, to work for. Denzel was very armed, so it doesn't. I was unarmed, so not a, I can, not at all is it similar. Yeah. The movie's called Man on Fire. Man on Fire is the film. A, I'm a professional. Those are some of the lines I'm giving. People know it. And again, this music here, it gives me goosebumps. Does it really? Because Denzel's performance was that good in it. Really? I recommend C- Collateral with Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. That's a good one. You know what? See, uh, film? Jamie Foxx won for that one. Tell you While we're on films, now. I showed Jake it, the, for, for the first time Moneyball, that movie about the A's that Brad Pitt stars in. Mm-hmm. Jake told me it's his favorite movie ever, Moneyball. Moneyball. Have you seen Moneyball? I, I mean, I, I remember I, it getting a lot I of love. It. I watched it, but I, I, I like remembering it. No, but I remember seeing it at the time, and I guess thinking Brad was pretty good. That's a respectable choice, though. You know, I was surprised he said it was his favorite movie ever. I'm like, really? That one? He loves all those. That a little older. This has been a, this has been a zany week, right? Because Jason made a like Mike reference. Yeah. Which, it, it, wow, wow. It's been, it's been a hell of a week for the show. It's been a hell of a film reference week for the show. We're in the doldrums here, John. Like, like Mike got a shout-out yeah. on the show this week. I'm sure did. That's, that, kinda, that says a lot. That says a lot. When Calkins is writing, people going to be scary good. It makes you remember Like Mike. That he, do you, he, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.